My name is Joel Harrison. Welcome to the B2B Marketing Podcast, your regular audio update about things that matter in B2B marketing. You can find more of our podcast online at b2bmarketing.net slash podcast, or you can just search for us uh, by your usual podcast provider. So today's guest at the B2B Marketing Podcast is Tom Stein um, of Stein IS and also MSQ B2B. And we'll be talking to Tom today about that agency, which is a very well-known agency on both sides of the Atlantic, how some changes in how that agency has been structured and how, how it kind of kind of engages with the world and perhaps what that might mean for a kind of the wider B2B marketing agency community and how that's been changing. So Tom, welcome. Great to speak to you today. Uh Joel, thank you. Thank you for uh, for having me on this podcast. It's uh, o- always good to chat with you and talk about developments in uh, the industry that we love uh, as well as we both do. Quite right, too. Well, it's all, yeah, always good to chat to you, Tom. And we were talking before we started. I said, Tom, what's your job title? And he said, well, to be honest, Joel, I mean, that might take the entire podcast to read that one out. So perhaps I'll, I'll rather than me trying to read it out and get it wrong, perhaps I can ask you to tell us what it is. And, and that actually, I think it probably going to kind of help kind of flow into the rest of the conversation so so I'm, I'm 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 paused for breath about you telling us your job title again <laughs> all right well breathe joel breathe okay um it's uh, so my title is uh is chairman and chief client officer at stein is that previously was my title and it's uh, a role that i i still um have and also the chairman of msq b2b the new b2b offering um that um, msq has launched into the world um and which i'm Delighted to talk to you about as we progress through this podcast. Okay, great stuff. Well, we're, we're looking forward to, um, to getting into that. And Tom, you know, we, we discussed some questions in advance, but I think it's probably just worth, um, as we'd hoped originally to do this as a double act with you and your colleague, Kate, but, you know, um, it might be worth just positioning Stein IAS a little bit and perhaps yourself as well, because as this is going to be more about you, um, you know, you've been in B2B for, for quite a while now, haven't you? Is that right? I mean, only, only a couple of days longer than me, I think. Yeah, a couple of days. Uh, no, uh, pre- you know, pretty much my whole career, Joel. Um, I uh, uh, I started uh, the uh, Stein part of Stein IAS uh, in uh, when I was in my mid twenties, long, long time ago in in New York. And uh, the agency has grown, and it's has particularly grown um, as Stein IAS as a global B two B agency. And so, um, you know, Stein wasn't uh, originally wasn't. Um, a hundred percent B2B, but it always leaned B2B and um, then pivoted totally to B2B. And, and uh, that ultimately led uh, uh, me to, uh, uh, and Rob Morris to find each other and uh, make the, make a decision that proved to be a very good one to uh, create a global B2B specialist brand Stein IAS um, and to use that as an accelerant of our growth and our ability to serve clients. And that's really helpful. Thank you. And I know that, I mean, you know, so, Stein was doing a fantastic job in New York about flying the flag for B2B and IAS um, industrial advertising services, as was, I understand, um, you know, was doing a great job over here. And so it was, it was, you know, from my perspective as a kind of a market observer, you know, when the two agencies came together, it was really a statement of things to come around kind of globalization of not just agencies, but also of the whole B2B marketing industry, because up until that point, it had been quite kind of, geographically dispersed or, or siloed you might say um so um you know you guys were, were kind of pioneering in bringing that together and um 
I guess, you know, you're probably seeing, um, you know, that, that's, that globalization of agencies is more common these days, probably, but, but it's, you know, you guys were at the forefront of that. Well, I, 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 I think we were. And uh, just one minor correction, um, industrial art services, ah. IAS. And um, uh, IAS was, was actually um, born um, out of the industrial north of England. And so industrial art services, um, industrial marketing, you know, that, that really was B2B many years ago. Of course, it's, it's massively evolved since then. So hence uh, um, industrial art services. Uh, but I think that what uh, what we found um, in the U.S. market, and what what Rob and Rob Morris and IAS found in the U.K. market, is that our clients uh, were increasingly multinational or global in their orientation. So, if we were doing business, which we were, in the technology space, for example, um, there are very few technology brands that didn't want to have a global footprint and didn't need agency support in multiple regions, and so. You know, to your point about globalization, um, it's something that was really driven significantly by clients, um, their desire, their need to expand their markets um, globally. And so and to have an agency partner that can do that and, and uh, uh, run alongside them in that regard with the kind of cohesion and integrated capabilities that, that would serve them in all places. Okay. Well, thank you for the correction. And, and yeah, I like to say, I think you, you guys were a, a, a still are um, kind of blazing a trail in that kind of regard. And I like in, industrial art services as is a, a lovely kind of a almost unhappy contradiction. Well, it's a, it's a wonderful kind of counterpoint in terms of those, those things. So um, more of which later, I'm sure. Um, but what we're talking about today um, is, that, is that quite recently um, you announced that MSQ was migrating from being a holding company. So MSQ was the brand that, um, uh, well, perhaps you can tell me, but I, 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 my understanding is that it was a holding company for, for, for what was both agencies and now the, uh, now the, now the one agency to become a custom facing agency in its own right. So tell us a bit about that decision. That's quite unusual because, you know, often holding company brands are, are just that they're in the background and now you've actually brought that to the forefront. So what's behind that? So it's interesting, Joel, that you interpreted it that way. And um, it, I think it gives me an opportunity to uh, put the record straight um, here because you know, we didn't announce that we're migrating MSQ from holding company brand to a, um, a, a customer-focused agency entity specifically or exactly that way. In fact, what we what we did launch is MSQ B2B, which is a, an offering that represents the the totality or the joined up capabilities of our different specialist agencies. So if I can just go into a tiny bit of detail here, the, um, you know, MSQ, our model, it's not really a, a holding company um, model to that uh, in, in the way that you might um, traditionally typically think of a holding company. You know, we're, a, we're a group of, of nine agencies um, uh, MSQ in turn, the, the, you know, the senior leaders of the agencies are significant um, um, owners of stockholders in MSQ. Um, so it, it's not a it's not a monolith. Um, it's not um, you know it, it's not a holding company that's driven by financial engineering. It's a different kind of entity. And so the MSQ model is designed to be flexible and to enable clients to work with us in in um, any number of ways. Given our deep B2B expertise across multiple agencies and across the group, we wanted to make it clear that that model applies as much to B2B as it has done to B2C. And so through the model, uh, brands can and and they actually do work directly with any of our agencies individually, 
Sometimes that agency will introduce a second agency where complementary capabilities are required, but also some clients come directly to MSQ and we build a bespoke team or bespoke offering for them that blends our specialisms and our specialists from the different agencies. So it's it's an increasingly popular um, way to work, an increasingly popular model, and we do it just as well for B2B as we have done for B2C. Okay, well, Tom. Again, I mean, I, I feel like uh, I'm hoping this is the second and final mistake that you'll spot uh, in my in my preparation for this. I'm being caught out left, right, and center in this podcast. Um, no, 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 not 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 at all. Just uh, um, just we haven't had a chance, you and I, to talk about this in depth, and and this is a great opportunity for us to do that and to um, and through it to to let other folks know who may be interested as well. Well, I, th- I think oh, that's quite right, and I think it's from my perspective, it's quite interesting to. You know, forgive me for using the wrong terminology, but but there was there definitely. I remember talking, um, you know, back way way back when um, uh, Stein was acquired by M- uh, sorry, IAS was acquired by MSQ uh, Media Square at the time, and um, that was that was a period of agent, the agent the agency land where there was a lot of these kind of groups setting up, and actually we were as B two B marketing, we were kind of offer sharing one of them where they bought agencies. Um, and I'm not saying MSQ was one of those, but some of them definitely bought agencies without very little st- overall structure. And so, and, and, they, and the, the brands then were very much in the background. But it's great to see how this has evolved and become a success story. And it's interesting, kind of serendipitous nature of, of marketing as a whole. I, I guess that, um, and, and it's, it's great that you, there's perhaps a, I don't know if this was in every, anybody's eye, mind's eye when, when the, the group when MSQ was formed, but it, it, it seems like a, a great opportunity at the time now. But I guess the next question I want to get to you, Tom, was was you know you've got Stein AS, which is very well, very successful, very well established, very well known B two B marketing agency brand, and now you're creating this you know separate MSQ B two B brand. You know, is that not going to cannibalize success? How are you going to stop those two things competing against each other and basically potentially wasting each other's time and resources? It it absolutely won't. Um cannibalize success and 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 it's not something that that we overly worry about either so the agencies within msq um stein ias being one of them of course um they largely have complementary rather than competitive um offerings and um, competencies and depths of expertise and you know naturally there's some crossover but you know specifically if you look at two agencies in the group and they say for example that they both do content marketing. When you look a little bit closer, actually the way they work and the types of clients that they serve and the budgets they're best suited to and the nature of content that they actually create and deploy and the channels that they excel in um, uh, will be different and complementary. And so you know, our ambition with the group, with MSQB2B in this case, is to have more shared clients across the group where we're engaging um, vis-a-vis each other's respective strengths so we can support more clients more fully, vis-a-vis more of their needs. Okay, so it's a it's a it's a broadening. It's opening up other opportunities rather than creating a conflict or a. Yeah, it, it, it totally isn't. You know, one of the things that um, you know, just to give you a little bit more depth there and a little bit more context, make it a little bit more specific for you, is that you know, Stein AS. We just uh, in, uh, at the end of February we concluded our fiscal year and and. Um, We've had it was our strongest year ever. So we're entering our 49th year um, as a as a uh, as a as an agency as an entity, and <laughs> there aren't that many uh, players in the agency world, uh-huh. let alone the B two B agency world, that are uh, 49 years old and just had their best year ever. 
Um, so, you know, I, I think that that we at, at Stein, and you know, I, I get to use we in different ways now, Joel. Yeah. Um, you know, we we have we've we've had a lot of success based on our brand to demand offering, our our um, fluency in marketing technology, all the things that you know us for, our global um, footprint, and so on. And um, you know, but in addition to that, you know, um, not despite that strength, but building on that strength, what we're seeing is that that you know, clients want deep ex- expertise in sectors and channels, and in a lot of ways, Steinas can do that for for particularly for larger global enterprise clients. Um, but you know, you know this from your own investigations and your own conversations with marketers every day is that you know the complexity of B two B is 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 growing, and the um, a lot of marketers don't really have the time um, to coordinate multiple specialists. So even if Stein AS is a is a is a brand to demand agency of record um, at the center of a relationship. MSQ B two B can be um, a, an additive solution because our agencies coordinate to that effect, and clients through a single relationship can pretty much flex to the capabilities that they require, especially as they evolve. So that really is a I, I think a pretty decent exemplar of of, of the model. So, I mean, and this is kind of going on to the question I was going to ask you, which is that, you know, you're, what you're saying is in, in the same way as Stein AS was formed in the first place, as it was driven by client need and client demand, you're actually saying, well, this is, this is similar. It's just responding to an evolution in client need and demand and possibly a kind of globalization of opportunities or, or a further globalization of opportunities. Yeah, exactly right. You know, so we have a, we have a, a clear business objective with this, Joel, um, at the MSQ level. Um, which is to grow MSQ and to do it by growing um, revenue at, at at each and all of the agencies. That Steinas goal, from a from a Steinas perspective, is is to grow in our capabilities, to um, build our client base, uh, to build our global footprint uh, and our capabilities and the sophistication of our offering, um, and to to drive our business growth by doing so. You know, so you put those two things together, and there, you know, there there's a there's an absolute confluence of interest among all of the agencies within MSQ. And as a result, there's a very robust offering that we have delivered, developed, and are deploying in the market. Okay. So well, it sounds very good. It sounds very compelling. So, Tom, um, next question I've got, and I put my kind of cynical journalist hat on. And I know that you don't, I know that you're saying, what, Joel, you're a cynic. I can't imagine that. Um, but uh, might a cynic suggests that the, the, the kind of this, um, you know, Stein IS's confluence, perhaps, into this larger group is perhaps the end of the and and the and the recognition, perhaps, if you're going to be again cynical, that it can't do everything. Is this end is the end of the dream for the kind of the dream of this integrated do anything B two B global marketing agency, which in some ways Stein actually defined because you were the first ones to go global. They simply can't. You can't. You cannot be everything to all people in this world in the way that you might have aspired to being ten years ago. Is that the end of a dream, or, or and if it is, does it even matter? Well, I, I'm, I'm I'm shocked to hear you suggest that you're a cynic. <laughs> it's, it's a shocking thing. <laughs> you know, it's it's not it's not the end of the integrated do anything B two B agency. And um, and 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 uh, in advance, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm thinking that this might sound a little bit like um, have my cake and eat it too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I think far from it. And you know, we see from our from our experience at Stein that that you know clients look to us really as an agency of record um, to help provide, or not to help provide, but to actually provide 
um, integrated uh, uh, B2B capabilities to them, you know, across the multitude of challenge and channel (laughs) channels, it's easy for me to say channels and challenges that they have. Um, And, you know, they look to us to set the strategic agenda, then pull it through digital interactions and creative and content inventions. And again, with uh, MarTech and AdTech and sales tech and event tech and all of that stuff um, in order to, to drive brand uh, and to um, drive demand all, all at the same time. That being said, um, I don't think that one agency can do absolutely everything with the focus and depth that may be required by a client at a point in time. So I think having a core integrated agency at the hub and other agency capabilities really as the spokes around that hub, that's a very compelling offering and very compelling proposition to a client. I said before, clients needs change and there's a, there's a core need that they, that they have. So building brand, driving demand, that's a core need that, that a client will always have. But their, their depth capabilities and depth expertise that surround that, that Stein can tap into uh, uh, an, another MSQ agency to deliver to a B2B client, or another MSQ agency can, can reach out to Stein to help provide. So it's symbiotic in that regard. Um, so you know, I think it's really about um, um, kind of uh, depth and breadth, scale and agility all come together. Okay. Um, so uh, Tom, we've already spoken about customers a couple of times here, um, but is this move... Uh, and we talked about kind of global customers, and you know, you talked about what you can what you can deliver, and you know, you just re- responded on terms of the kind of agility facilitated by MSQ. But are you opening? Is part of this about opening the doors to a different type of customer with MSQ than perhaps you were looking at Stein, or or, or is that not the case? Uh, that's a great question, uh, and so the answer is 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 yes. Um, uh, so we, we through MSQ B2B, we do uh, create opportunities among a broader prospective client set. So if you think about Stein IAS, and so we're a, an excellent agency, full brand to demand, agency of record capabilities in that regard, global suits enterprise clients, that may not be what all clients need. So we have agencies who specialize, for example, in startups or VC and private equity-backed brands. Um, so, or they may have a requirement for a, a, a an owned media-first solution that may be a better fit um, for them. And so uh, I, I think that that gives you an idea. Even if, if a client loves working with Stein, and of course, who couldn't blame them? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they also may want help with something like back-end technology um, as part of their digital transformation. We have an agency in MSQ, MSQ B2B, MSQ, um, MMT Digital. They specialize in technology and experience design. And so that would be um, a very appropriate joining of forces to better serve a client's need. Um, or a client may need a, a large-scale e-commerce web build. Um, and so we have an agency, 26, who, who I'm sure you know, mm-hmm. that, that does a lot of that. And that their, their competency in that area <clears throat> may be very valuable to a client in addition to Steins or in, in addition to MMT. So you can see how this becomes something that, that builds upon itself. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's, a world, it's a world away from the very good but independent 
um, boutique B2B agency that as I say, tries to do everything. The scale of resources you have at your disposal is is compelling, but and it would suit certain types of customers. Um, it might not suit all types of customers, but but there's but that's a I can see that's a compelling proposition in in lots of circumstances. Could you tell us a bit about? Um, and again, you touched on this earlier on. You said you had wider. You've got you've got ambitions, grand ambitions of both entities. Does this kind of restrict them and define them, or does it open them up? And if it does open them up, tell us a bit more. What are you trying to achieve, and what does success look like for you? Well, cl- clearly, we're doing this to um, try and restrict our opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I, 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 I love jousting with you, Joel. I'm, I, I have to say, it's always. Oh, always I'm, I'm the I'm the person there with a dry dry sense of humor. Okay, you're not allowed to out dry me. All right, that's not that's not allowed. So anyway, carry on. Fair enough. Uh, so you know, Stein AS is a, a, a starting there is a is is a driving force for MSQ, um, and um, but MSQ B two B actually brings Stein closer to the core of the MSQ proposition, and we can leverage the collective strength to offer um, greater value to more clients, while also helping to grow all of the MSQ agencies in the B two B space. Um, so that's a that's a that's a beautiful thing, and. Um, what we really are, are, are trying to do here, and, and this is what actually opens opportunity, is shine a spotlight on this model, this way of working, um, where you know we, we've established this with MSQ, um, particularly in the UK, particularly around the consumer offering, which is expanding into the US very aggressively now and also expanding into Asia. But we see this as, as being very relevant and increasingly so in the B2B space. And so you know, if MSQ is a different type of agency model, clients are increasingly looking for effective and efficient work with a strong core of technology, data, and insight. You know, our model our model gives them the agility and the flexibility um, to, you know, again, we, I've said it a couple times before, um, to meet um, any and all needs at the appropriate times in the appropriate ways with the within the appropriate budgets and vis-a-vis the the, uh, the relevant objectives. Okay. Thank you, Tom. And I know that um, it's good to understand that perspective and your ambitions. And I know that you're not here to talk about other agencies or groups, but you know, have you seen other examples of how other entities are responding to similar challenges in different ways, or do you see this in kind of isolation? Um, you know, Stein MSQ kind of going alone in this regard. What, what, what's the wider context for this? I uh, the I think the wider context is. Well, first, before I get into the wider context, let me start with the MSQ context. So MSQ, as you know, is an ambitious business. And so um, the, we, uh, we as a group um, acquired um, BeHerd not long ago, which uh, is one of the driving forces to create MSQ B2B because uh, the BeHerd agencies have, have uh, extensive uh, B2B client and B2B capability um, uh, embedded within them. As as did and uh, uh, the 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 former MSQ agencies. Now it's all MSQ, and so um, you know the, the, we ha- we have more capability, which um, led us to really think hard and then ultimately launch this uh, this model and this offering into the B two B space. Um, you know, in, in terms of 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 uh, the what we see broader in a broader uh, context and broader perspective is is that you know I, I think that that there is there are the, the the very large networks and the large holding companies that sit at one end of the market um, and you know I, I think that they're challenged 
um, in today's environment. And, you know, you certainly have probably written about that yourself, but, you know, it's certainly something that's been discussed quite a lot. You know, do that, does that model stand up to what clients need now? Then you've got the, you know, either the, the boutique B2B specialist agencies or um, the somewhat larger, um, more integrated, um, full, full service B2B independent agencies at the other end where, you know, they'll run into, uh, they'll, they'll run into their own, uh, uh, their, their own parameters in terms of what they can do for a client, especially on a, on a multinational basis. And then if you put us in the middle of that, where we have scale, um, we have a breadth of, of capability, highly awarded, uh, great insights disciplines, great creative disciplines, great media disciplines, great digital uh, competency, digital transformation competency, great data competency, um, and, and more than 800 people, you know, we begin to fill that big space in the middle that is, I think, very, very relevant today for clients. Um, and so that's how we see the bigger context of this. And I think I think you'll see uh, more people following that lead. I, I think I think, you know, I think you probably have seen it a little bit in the space right now. And there's another piece of this. And sorry to, to jump around a little bit on you, Joel. But, <clears throat> you know, I, I if, if you if you think about B2B this past 12 months, um, and I would argue much longer than that, but you know, B2B has been uh, a very resilient sector compared to consumer. So I'm talking about in the marketing world, but I'm just talking generally about the business world. It's been very resilient. Um, uh, and I think it's been a, a, a dynamic engine of stability and, and actually even growth amid COVID. And, I see that in our business performance at Stein AS. I see it in the performance of the MSQ B2B uh, 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 revenue traction and so on. And I think a lot of players in the, in the world are going to be more and more interested in B2B as a sector, um, so as a sector of opportunity. And so I, I think there are a lot of dynamics at play. And I come back to what I started by saying, which is I think we're incredibly well-positioned to take advantage of those dynamics. Yeah, and thank you, Tom. And I think you've just kind of neatly um, dovetailed or segued into my next question and and partly answered it, which is around, you know, that you both MSQ B2B and Stein AS featured in the B2B Marketing Agency's Benchmarking Report, but it's the UK version, the US version we're working on right now, or my colleagues are rather. I opted myself out of that particular beautiful data crunching challenge. Um, But but, but the data in that report refers to the previous financial year, which I use the year up to the end of April 2020 in the UK anyway, at least, which obviously is, at the point where COVID kicked in and, you know, you just, you said earlier on that you've had your best year ever at Stein IAS. So, you know, uh, and MS, has MSQ been, been similarly good? I mean, it's less, there's the tech sector that was held up best, isn't it? So have, have both agencies or both uh, entities performed well in that period? Well, first, Joel, um, uh, uh, we, so I'll, 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 I think I'm using now the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the royal we somehow, but it, it's, uh, you know, Stein AS and MSQ B2B, we're delighted to be in the benchmarking report and to um, show up well as we did, and we're looking forward to the U.S. edition when it when it uh, when it arrives. So overall, Joel, MSQs come out of the year pretty well, uh, and we're very happy where where we ended. Um, and we did better than we expected as uh, as uh, as the, the period of time progressed. And I think you'll see that evident um, in the benchmarking report that comes up. 
as I said, Steinais in particular had a um, um, remarkably strong year. You know, and, and I, I think that that when COVID first became a reality, uh, we all, and I, I think I can speak safely for most businesses and certainly agencies, you know, we, we battened down the hatches and we did that across the group and, and actually prepared for the worst. And we used the time to really think about what clients needed from us and, and how clients needed us to support them moving forward. And we accelerated some things that we had in our pipeline. And so we added capabilities to our mix. Um, we added dynamic content capability, which is uh, something I'd love to share with you at a point, but it's a, a technology-driven, incredibly efficient and effective way to personalized content at scale that's getting lots of traction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we built uh, a deeper data insights capability, real-time data insights that our clients have found very helpful um, in terms of, of navigating sentiment in the market and to, to, um, to flex and pivot their messaging as, as uh, the state of the state of the marketplace vis-a-vis COVID progressed or, <laughs> or didn't progress. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we've done a lot of work to, to tailor and tweak the offering and to think through MSQB to be, in fact. And then also on the back of Black Lives Matter, we accelerated our, our, um, uh, our uh, DNI program across the group and to really drive it through the individual agencies, which are already doing a lot. Um, so in, in areas like apprenticeship programs and other kinds of activities. So, you know, as, 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 as challenging as the period um, 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 has been and continues to be, light at the end of the tunnel now, hopefully, the MSQ fared quite well and actually used this as an opportunity to acquire more capability, acquire more agencies, to think through strategically and tactically how best to serve the market, how to launch MSQ B2B. Stein AS did the same as, as, uh, as, as its own agency brand. And, and uh, by virtue of our B2B focus and our digital transformation capabilities, ended up with our best year ever. So, Tom, thank you for that. Last couple of questions we're going to, to kind of wrap up uh, this interview. First of all, and you touched along about this, you know, in your previous answer, but what do you, in terms of the process of kind of considering how to go to market with MSQ B2B um, and how that works with ISDAN AS and just looking at the market generally, what do you think we've learned about the future of B2B agencies and what they need to look like? Again, that, that that's a that's a good question. And um, so I'll start by saying that um, I think that the, the future of B2B agencies uh, is, is very bright. Um, it's very, very strong, in fact. And, you know, wh- what does that look like? And what do the what is, what do B2B agencies ultimately need to look like is, you know, f- f- some of this will, 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 will be pr- pretty apparent. Um, so I think they need to be more diverse in their talent base. Um, I, and I think that 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 that's a matter of of uh, equity and social justice, but it's also a matter of our customers are more diverse. The, uh-huh. the, our, our regions uh, are incredibly diverse, and so if we're not diverse as 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 agencies, um, then I don't think that we can adequately reflect our marketplace, and I don't think that we can be as effective as we need to be. So I think that's a very important component part of of what 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 the future is and what B2B agencies need to look like. You know, what, what are the words that you heard? I'm going to ask you a question back. Am I allowed to do that, Joel? Oh, yeah. Give me some of the key words that, that, that you heard from marketers um, during the course of 
of of the pandemic in terms of what they need to be? What what are some of the things that you heard? Authentic, um, helpful, um, uh, real. Um, it's I mean there are a lot of very kind of brand centric words rather than kind of demand generation centric words. They they are, and and so I agree with with all of those. So um, you know authentic. Um, so I, I think that um, authentic and, and transparent um, and uh, and realistic and excuse my uh, my uh, American English, but um, uh, no bullshit. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. But so I think that collaborative for sure um, uh, focused on sustainability in the broadest sense of the word, and um, as as you know that, that MSQ. And all of its agencies, including Stein IS, are uh, are now officially uh, net carbon negative. Um, so we're a net carbon negative organization, and will um, always remain that way. Um, agility um, and flexibility. And so, you know, how quickly did things change, and then change, and then tw- change over the course of, of of the pandemic? And we need to be able to do that as agencies, you know. And and so we we can't be become so stuck in our own ways that that we're not able to be as flexible as our clients need us to because you, you heard that as well and and so i so i think diversity agility flexibility authenticity um collaborative um, um sustainable um innovative in finding new ways to solve client problems and you know another word that you would hear a lot is empathetic um and and but but Genuine, genuinely, truly, again, authentically empathetic, you know, not, not the veneer of empathy, yeah, but, yeah. but actual true empathy. That, that's what an agency needs to be without, without losing sight of, of what the agency is there for, which is um, depth expertise in, 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 create, in its creative offering and its content offering and its account-based marketing offering, its data offering, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, very, very good answer, and I, I know I always love being having a question thrown back at me on my own podcast that I haven't, you know, haven't had chance to prepare for. So I, you know, that's that's always always a great, oh, great thrill. So, um, why do I have a feeling that you're never going to invite me back now? <laughs> um, look, one last question, Tom, um, and feel free to be soundbitey on this one. Is is like you've been working on B two B marketing for a while now. Um, I'll leave it up to you to tell us how long. Um, uh, but um, what do you feel about the future of B two B? Should we be optimistic? So I, I I have been at this for um, uh, well more than three decades, Joel. Um, so um, I will I will uh, happily carbon stamp myself. <laughs> I think you know I'm 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 a I'm a B two B I I'm a B two B nerd. Um, I, I I've always loved B two B. I love B two B. I love the entire space of it. I love the complexity of it. I love unpacking the complexity. I love applying creativity in a B2B context. I love the sophistication of the technology that we have available to us. I love all of these things. But honestly, what, what, what I really feel is that B2B is the engine of innovation and the engine of economic opportunity. So big statement, but I truly believe that. And if you look at, at any data point that's out there, well, I shouldn't say any data point. I haven't. I don't think my research has been that that comprehensive. But there are any number of data points out there that that will say that that the B two B sector. So if you look at gross um, um, gross output as one um, economic metric, you know the gross output of B two B 
um, in the U.S. at least, is double that of B2C. Um, so, you know, how important is that? And then how resilient has B2B been? It's been incredibly resilient. Um, so uh, almost every sector has been resilient. And so I think that, that that's been a testament to this whole aspect of the importance of B2B. And when you think about B2B marketing then and B2B marketers and B2B agencies, there couldn't be a more exciting time to be in B2B now. And, you know, having traversed those three plus decades, I can say with, with some level of confidence that this is the most exciting time to be a B2B agency. And Stein AS is excited about its future. MSQ B2B is excited about its future. And I think we all as a community um, should be um, equally as excited. And I couldn't have put it better myself. So, Tom, it's a wonderful uh, kind of indictment and just testament to the state of the industry, and I thoroughly agree. So thank you so much for your time today. Great speaking to you as ever. Always great to be challenged and to be chucked a couple of curveballs into the mix, as you as Americans might say. Um, so thank you for listening to this episode of the B2B Marketing Podcast. There are plenty more episodes of great insights on the wonderful world of B2B marketing available on our website. To find us, go to www.b2bmarketing.net slash podcast or subscribe via your normal podcast provider or just search for B2B Marketing Podcast in Google. Hope you can join us again soon. Tom, thank you for your time. Speak to you again soon. Thank you, Joel. Bye-bye.